everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. Today, going to be talking about whales and dolphins. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about, you know, getting set up and um, getting ready to do this show this week. Um, how... When I was little, I got to go to SeaWorld in Orlando. And then, you know, I live about a half hour away from Baltimore. And Baltimore has the uh, aquarium, which is one of the better known aquariums in the United States. And, you know, it's just amazing to see, you know, whales and dolphins and how beautiful they can be. And... Yet, there are those that do go hunting for them and killing them. And that's going to be a topic that's going to be talked a little bit here today. As I review the Season 13 episode, Whale Whores. Now, I joked on the last episode that, you know, this is not our Halloween episode. And it's not, even though this did come out a few days before Halloween. So, with that said, let's dive into our Halloween, but not really Halloween episode, Whale Whores. The episode originally aired on October 28th, 2009, so that's why it's a Halloween slash not a Halloween episode, written and directed by Trey Parker. Our episode begins at the Denver Aquarium, where... Stan and his entire family are there in a pool getting ready to touch dolphins. This is Stan's ninth birthday. Now remember that right now because we are about a season and a half away from Stan's 10th birthday and perhaps the saddest ending to a South Park episode ever. But I'm going a little... Uh, too far here. I'm going a little ahead of myself. So, um, they're at the aquarium, and they all get a chance, you know, to pet the dolphins, and one of them is going to get kissed by a dolphin. When, all of a sudden, Japanese people come. And the Japanese with spears, wearing uh, what I would imagine are you know, kind of like warrior outfits, start stabbing and killing dolphins in the pool. And they kill them, and then they're like, Thank you, dolphins! Which leaves everybody stunned. Then we go to the Atlanta Aquarium, where we see a couple of beluga whales, not baby belugas by the deep blue sea, and the Japanese break the glass, and they kill the beluga whales. And they're like, Fuck you, whales! And this is just a theme all over the country. It even gets to the point where the Japanese run out on the football field and kill the Miami Dolphins before the start of the football game. To which there's a like a little joke in there where it's like, Boy, that is not a way you want to start off before the kickoff. 
<laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. So Stan is now in his room and he's depressed because of what happened. Randy comes in and I love this bit where Randy, the first words that Randy says are, Hey, I'm sorry the Japanese ruined your birthday. So like, what? And um, Stan got a shirt, you know, from the Denver Aquarium, but it's got blood all over it. So Stan is really down about this. You know, why are the Japanese going after whales and why are they going after dolphins? Well, we'll find out in a little bit. But we do get something that is kind of memorable. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to play the clip for you. So yes, Cartman sings Poker Face by Lady Gaga. This is the big breakout song for Lady Gaga. The song was released on September 23rd, 2008. And this pretty much makes Lady Gaga a star. Because by this point... Yeah, I mean, Lady Gaga's up and coming, but here, this song, this one song comes out, and she becomes a hit, you know, act, and she's been in the limelight ever since. So, the the song is from her debut album called The Fame, and it, this is actually the second single from the album. The first one is a song called Just Dance. The main idea behind the song is bisexuality and was a tribute by Gaga to her rock and roll boyfriends. The song's lyrics feature various sexual innuendos. Lady Gaga would perform the song on American Idol in the 8th season, as well as the 52nd Annual Grammy Awards and the Super Bowl 51 Halftime Show. Poker Face was nominated at the 52nd Grammy Awards for both Song of the Year and Record of the Year and won the Grammy for Best Dance Recording. Uh, so Poker Face has had many covers. Uh, Kid Cutie did one with Kanye West and Common titled Make Her Say. Um... Yeah, there's also one from Glee with Leah Michelle and Idina Menzel. But there is one that I'm not real sure that people know about. Or there's, there's a mashup that I'm not sure people really know about. And it's actually kind of a cool one. And it's up on YouTube. And I will put this in our Facebook group. And maybe I'll even share it on our Twitter. So, the mashup is 
Lady Gaga, Cartman, and Christopher Walken. I'm not kidding. This is an actual video, and I had this for a long time saved under my favorites. I don't know why I decided to get rid of it. Um, but it it's a very interesting mashup if anybody ever wants to hear it. Um, as far as how the song did on the charts in the U.S., it made it all the way to number one on the Billboard Hot 100, along with Dance Club Songs, Dance Mix Show, Airplay, and the Mainstream Top 40. It also hit number one in the U.K., Switzerland, Sweden, Slovakia, Scotland, Romania, Norway, New Zealand, the Netherlands, Mexico, uh, Ireland, Hungary, Germany, France, Finland, Denmark, Croatia, Canada, excuse me, Belgium, Austria, and Australia. Now, I'm going to mention Japan because, well, we are talking about Japan in this episode. It got all the way to number four in Japan in their top 100. And for their year-end charts, Poker Face was number two on the Billboard Hot 100 for 2009. As far as the decade-end charts, it finished number 42, and it has gone on to be platinum pretty much anywhere, and it's even reached diamond status here in the United States. Although I do have to say real quick, the way Kenny plays that drum, it is so awesome. It's just bump, 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 bump. Bump, bump. So, uh, Stan comes in and he talks about the whale situation and the dolphin situation. And he finds out that, well, none of the guys really care. Kyle doesn't really care. Cartman doesn't give two, cra you know, two craps about the whales. And Kenny's not really, uh, you know, worried about it that much. So... Stan is kind of down, and he's like, there's probably no one... He's thinking there's probably no one that can help me. Well, Butters comes, and Butters kind of tells Stan, eh, I'm not interested in it either, but I do know of a reality show that does do this. And we get Bullet with Butterfly Wings by the Smashing Pumpkins to start playing, and we get the opening to... Whale Wars. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never heard of Whale Wars. Honest to goodness. Um, so Whale Wars basically is a show about a gentleman by the name of Paul Watson. Who is the founder of the Sea Shepherd Conservation Society. As he and a crew... Uh, attempt to stop the killing of Japanese or of whales by Japanese vessels off the coast of Antarctica. The show first aired in 2008 and ran all the way to 2015. So it had seven seasons of this show. And there is some controversy with the show, just like any other reality show if you think about it. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, Whale, Whale Wars, it's a show. 
So Stan joins the crew and Paul, you know, uh, or what, pardon me, Paul Watson and the crew, they're excited because they're going to stop Japan, you know, the, these Japanese whale killers. So here's what they do. They get their masks on and it's like, all right, we're going to get them. And they throw stinky butter at the boats and it really doesn't do anything. And in retaliation for the stinky butter, the Japanese send this big harpoon, which basically kills Watson. And Stan is just like, you know what? Screw this. You guys are being a bunch of pansies. So he takes a flare gun. He shoots the flare. It ends up on the Japanese boat and it ends up by fuel and it blows up and the entire Japanese ship goes down everyone's on fire you know and it's like holy crap Stan actually did something and then we get into this montage of you know they're taking down these Japanese vessels they're stopping the Japanese at any chance they can get, even at one point setting up a replica of Godzilla outside of a sea world to scare the Japanese because nothing scares the Japanese like Godzilla. Then we get into this scenario, this situation where Stan and the remainder of Whale Wars are on Larry King Live. Hello, you're on Larry King Live. And they're being interviewed. And the interview becomes different because instead of talking about the entire situation going on, Larry King brings on this guy and they talk about how you can't, you know, if you want a TV show, you got to talk to the producers, you got to talk to the directors, which Stan really doesn't give a shit for. He just wants to help protect these whales and protect these dolphins, which makes absolute perfect sense. So, now, Stan is on a roll when he finds out that there are a couple volunteers that want to join him. But these volunteers know Stan. It's Cartman and Kenny, and basically... Cartman and Kenny joined because, well, they've got, Stan's on a TV show. He's on a hit TV show. You know, you can't pass up on that opportunity. Now, come on. So, Stan, you know, is like, look, just tell me you want, you're here just to be on the show and you can stay, which eventually Kenny does say. And then all of a sudden, the crew of Deadliest Catch comes in and they get involved. Now, Deadliest Catch, uh, real quick, is basically a show about these fishermen who catch crabs. And this show still is airing to this day. Uh, they've had 17 seasons of this show and they are close to 300 episodes. So they've done quite a job. Uh, the show began on April the 12th, 2005 on the Discovery Channel and has been on the Discovery Channel since then. 
one thing I do remember from Deadliest Catch, even though I've never seen the episode, but this clip was on a lot of times, was because um, they're, you know, right near Seattle and the Seattle Seahawks, their fans, and it's the Super Bowl, and it's it's a Super Bowl where the Seahawks are playing the Patriots, they're going for the repeat, and Wilson throws the pass from like the two three yard line to Malcolm Butler who intercepts it and the guys on the boat you know they throw the radio and they're cursing like what the fuck you stupid son of a bitch you know bullshit you know all that and that that's that's the one that I remember the most from the show so now the deadliest catch crew they've got this entire thing completely messed up They've got it wrong. They're doing, you know, what they're they're doing to stop the Whale Wars people for the TV purposes. While Stan is there to help the Dolphins and to help the Whales. So there's this standoff for several hours when all of a sudden there's a noise that's made. And here come these whales. And the whales are pulling the ship of Deadliest Catch away from Stan and his crew. And Stan's like, they knew I was helping them. They knew I was helping them. And it makes Stan very happy. And it's like, okay, well, the worst of it is over. That is until... A bunch of kamikaze airplanes start flying and then they dive into the water to kill these whales, Pearl Harbor them, and they're just killing the whales kamikaze style. And then one of the planes flies right into the ship and the whole ship blows up and basically kills the rest of the cast of Whale Wars. However, Stan Cartman and, surprisingly, Kenny live. And I say surprisingly Kenny because, well, it's Kenny. But they get captured by the Japanese and they are sent to Japanese prison where Cartman is on his uh, harmonica and he's singing the Japanese prison blues. And it's kind of funny when you hear it you have to I, I would imagine the clip is on YouTube so so then um then they meet up with a high official of Japan and this is where the episode gets a little weird because the boys are taken to the memorial in Hiroshima and you know, they show the boys all the, you know, all of the artifacts and the footage of what happened when the U.S. bombed Hiroshima, which basic, basically ended World War II. So, then, they go to this picture. And it's a picture of the Enola Gay. And the Enola Gay is... The, is the plane that dropped the bomb on Japan. But what 
the Japanese see in the picture, and this is what they tell the boys, is that who was flying the plane and who dropped the bomb were a dolphin and a whale. And the the guy is like, when we got this picture from the United States, we thanked them for letting us know and we surrendered to end the war and, you know, we, we kind of were like, okay, it's over. We don't, you know, the war is over. And the U.S. is about, or Stan is about to tell the the guy that it wasn't a dolphin or a whale, but Carmen's like, shh, no, 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 don't tell him. Don't, don't, don't tell them. We don't want another war. So then as, you know, Stan looks at this, he has an idea. So he calls Kyle. Now, for those that are not aware, you know, in the times, um, here on the East Coast, Japan is 13 hours ahead here on the East Coast. So if I do my math right, they would be 15 hours ahead of Colorado, because Colorado's in the mounted time zone, the underrated, the most underrated of the time zones, in my opinion. Um, so Kyle gets a call and asks Stan to do something. So he does this thing, and now Stan goes to the Prime Minister of Japan. And he tells the Prime Minister that the photo that you received was incorrect. I I have been given, and, and, he, and he's talking about how like he has been given authority from the U.S. government to show the Prime Minister who really flew the plane, who really flew the Enola Gay. And they look at the picture, and it's a cow and a chicken. That's right. A cow and a chicken flew the Enola Gay. So now that they know this, they start going on a rampage, and they start killing cows and start killing chickens and they're like for you cow for you chickens and Stan and some of the townspeople they're looking at this they're watching it and Randy's like Stan good job you made the Japanese like us normal and that is the end of whale whores Whew. Okay, this was not the episode I was expecting, but it ended up being a pretty funny episode. Um, I enjoyed it. I did not expect... I, I haven't seen this episode in a long time, so I really... It's like, I don't remember some of the stuff, but it ended up being funny. It really did. Um... I'm going to give this an 8. I, I think that's a fair grade to give this episode because this is the kind of episode where they, they do talk about 
a serious thing, which is, you know, the killing of whales and dolphins, but they do it in a way that is not so serious, not political, that they do it in a really good way, I thought. So, um, an 8 out of 10. I, I think that's a fair grade. I, I like this episode. It's It's pretty good. It's a pretty good episode. Okay, so we're going to get to some cultural references, and then we're going to get into the reception of this episode and talk about how South Park was nominated for another award, but it's not what you expect it to be. So, um, of course, I mentioned about the bombing of Hiroshima. There was also another bombing in of Nagasaki that pretty much ended World War II, and this was from orders of President Harry S. Truman. The bombs killed about 220,000 people. Uh, in Whale Horrors, the Japanese are presented with a doctored photo of the Enola Gay that dropped the bomb. The Miami Dolphins, a an NFL team, are killed along with real dolphins by the whalers in Whale Horrors. Near the end of the episode, Stan and the crew of the M.Y. Steve Irwin, okay, uh, encounter fishing sea captain Sig Hansen and his crew of the Deadliest Catch. The scene with Paul Watson's crew throwing stinky butter at the whalers refers to Watson and his crew's practice of throwing stink bombs containing butric acid, an acid found in rancid butter and cheese, at Japanese whaling vessels, including the factory vessel, the Nishin Maru. An Entertainment Weekly magazine cover is shown with the headline, We're Still Remembering Michael Jackson, a reference to the extremely large amount of media coverage surrounding the then-recent death of Michael Jackson. Okay, um, oh, one more thing. The Poker Face song, uh... It, it wasn't on Rock Band originally. That's the game that Cartman, Kenny, and Kyle were playing. It would be released as a download content on March 16th, 2010. So this episode received mixed reviews. Ken Tucker of Entertainment Weekly described the criticism of the Save the Whales conservationists as a delightfully savage ridicule. Brian Jacks of MTV complimented the show's focus on whale conservation, writing, Leave it to the hard-hitting folks at South Park to do more for conservationism than 15 cable reality shows put together. Josh Modell of the AV Clubs said the episode was unfunny and mocked a television series that was culturally insignificant and not particularly well known. Okay, he's got a point there. I never knew about whale horrors until this episode. Modell wrote, The show's star, Paul Watson, seems to have really pissed off South Park's creator, Parker and Stone. Fine, but could you make me laugh a few times while you beat me over the head with information about a guy that I couldn't care less about? Ramsley Eisler of IGN called Whale Horrors an entertaining episode but said the episode could have provided more meaningful satire and did not explain the whaling issue very well, especially considering the show's target audience was probably unfamiliar with it. 
Eisler praised some of the individual jokes revolving around the Japanese attacks and called Cartman's poker face rendition a classic South Park moment, but dismissed the Enola gay twist as stupid. Carlos Delgado of If Magazine said, South Park swung and missed with whale whores. Delgado said many of the jokes were random and weird, particularly the Enola gay twist and the Japanese kamikaze attacks. Paul Watson said that he was not offended by his portrayal in the episode and was glad whale whores brought the issue of dolphin and whale slaughter to a large audience, as well as the role of the Japanese in the deaths. Watson said, It's a tough situation we are in. We can't hurt the whalers and we have to stay within the boundaries of the law in opposing illegal whaling operations. If that makes us pussies, so be it. It's better than being portrayed as killers. Watson also said the episode failed to portray that his actions have hurt Japanese profits from whaling, but that the episode demonstrated how successful Whale Wars and the Sea Shepherd has been. Now, uh, like I said a few minutes ago, South Park was nominated for an award from this episode. But it's not an award that you'd really think of. Because they were nominated in February 2010 for the Genesis Award in the television comedy category. The Genesis Award pays tribute to news and entertainment media for outstanding work that raised public understanding of animal issues. Such winners of TV shows include Magnum P.I., Night Court, Gimme a Break, Highway to Heaven, this is a real thing by the way, Punky Brewster, MacGyver, Dinosaurs, The Simpsons have won this award, Roseanne, Roseanne won this award, okay, but let, let's get to 2010, because this was nominated and it lost. What did it lose to? Well, it lost to Family Guy. Yep, it lost to Family Guy and the episode Dog Gone. Uh, and I'll read I'll read the brief description of it from Wikipedia. The episode features Brian, the family pet, attempting to prove that a dog's life is just as important as that of a human's after he accidentally kills another dog with no consequences. Meanwhile, the Griffin family hires Consuela, a stereotypical Hispanic woman, as the household maid, which they each end up regretting once she takes advantage of the family's home. I have seen this episode, uh, Dog Gone, and it, the ending is a sad ending. It's a sad ending. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I, I do remember the episode um, being aired and like the way it ended was absolutely amazing. Um, the last time they did an award, or last time they did the Genesis Award, was 2013. So they have not done an awards for the Genesis in eight years. I can't say if 
they just stopped doing the awards altogether or if they ran out of money or what. Although I'm still fascinated by the fact that Highway to Heaven, the show with Michael Landon, won an award. Still, still fascinated. Alright, well, let's get into the best part of the show, IMDb, see what they thought of this episode. Over 2,000 people have rated this episode, and the average rating for this is an 8.2 out of 10. 611 people gave it an 8, that's going to be the score I give it this week. 539 people gave it a 10, 443 people gave it a 9, and 51 people gave it a 1. To break it down into demographics, the average rating for male is an 8.2, with its highest demographic being in the 18 to 29 department, with an average rating of an 8.4. Meanwhile, with females, the average rating is an 8, with its highest demographic also being 18 to 29, with an average rating of an 8.2. So... Let's see what reviews are left. Uh, we got a couple more than the previous episode. Um, gonna start with... Okay, let's go to Eater Chick, who wrote, I personally found this to be one of my favorite of the season. Second only to Fish Sticks. In some ways, I think this episode might be funnier if you are familiar with the show Whale Wars. Even cursorily, or curiously, the truly bizarre storyline should be entertaining for everyone who enjoys South Park. Cartman's rendition of Lady Gaga's poker face is perhaps the funniest thing I have heard in ages and could easily earn this episode a 9 out of 10 for that alone. While the ending is a little weird, it works in true South Park fashion. The only thing I would criticize was the heavy amounts of animated blood in the episode, but it does have the effect probably desired by the creators. It works, but it was definitely a little off-putting at the beginning. Alright, uh, this episode or this next review is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote Whale Whores is the latest episode of South Park. It actually turned out to be one of the best episodes of season 13. There were quite a few times when I laughed out loud. The episode spoofs the Japanese killing dolphins and whales. Stan and his family are at SeaWorld when some Japanese come and murder the dolphins and the whales. Stan is devastated and wanted to do something about it. So he joins this team which has a reality TV show called Whale Wars. It's a real show which I have never seen. See? Even Gangsta Heavy didn't know this show existed. He finds that their methods are ineffective, so when the captain gets killed, he steps things up. The show becomes much more popular, and Carmen and Kenny join, despite not wanting to help Stan out earlier. They end up getting kamikaze by the Japanese and captured. We then find out the real reason the Japanese are killing dolphins and whales. The episode is fairly dark and violent. We see the Japanese brutally murdering dolphins and whales with bloody results. It is also hilarious at times and has many great lines. There is one funny scene where Cartman sings a cover of the Lady Gaga song Poker Face. Overall, it's one of the best episodes of the season. And this final one is kind of a short one. It's from John Six Daniels, 
This was actually written in 2021. And he kind of broke it down. Animation, great. Sound, cool music, better than the original. Story, fun. It's about Stan wanting to stop whale poachers, then he realizes the whale whores are sissies. Villain, goofballs. Character focus, Stan Marsh. Highlight, Carmen showing up with Kenny just to be on TV. Verdict, an alright episode. It's not bad, and it's not the best of the bunch. Alright. Well, that is going to do it for this week's episode. You guys can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97, and you can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar, and you're right there. If you can't find it, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. Next time around, going to be talking about motorcycle riders, as I'll be reviewing the f word that is the next episode on sharks pond a south park podcast thank you all for tuning into the episode i am bill and i'll talk to you all next time my 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 poker face my 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 poker face <laughs>